Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talk about all things consignment. Welcome to episode 97 of Consignment Chats. It is our favorite, Samantha Speaks. And she speaks once a month, although she speaks in the community a lot more. I speak a lot. <laughs> yeah. So we have some pretty good things we're going to be talking about today. Um, at the end, I'm going to ask her a very specific question um, and kind of put her on the spot. So listen up until the end. Uh, it's part of our Get Real series. And uh, we're going to oh. get real with Samantha. She doesn't know yet that yet. Uh, I just kind of surprised her with it. So what's going on, Samantha? So I was going to get real right off the bat anyways, because oh. yeah, <laughs> I am going to jinx this, but I got through my money mountain, oh. all like 20 million of them. <laughs> no. How did you do that? That is what we want to know. So I, I, I haven't gone thrifting or garage sailing. I have not sourced for myself since the middle of August when we came back from our vacation. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I missed half of our fantabulous garage sale season. Um, Yeah, but so many positives came out of it. So I quit thrifting or put a hold on thrifting because okay. I still love it. Molly's not here to to raise the hands and say yes, but I, <laughs> I love thrifting too and I love shopping. Um, and I feel like I get an extra little thrill when something that I sourced sells um, so it was hard, especially since we have a very short window of garage sale season here and I did very good and didn't go. So I didn't have a lot of the funds that I normally do. Our bills went okay. up, sales went down. We went on a huge vacation. We did all this stuff. So that was part of the reason. The other part was my house. I wanted my house back. I had bags all over my living room every time a consigner would bring stuff, it would get piled in a different spot, and I, I had it all over the place. I had it under control for a little bit, and then it went crazy after vacation, and I just wanted my house back. I wanted a more streamlined process of when things come in, they come right to my room, and I have a handle on, like, okay, I can get those done in the next, like, four weeks, and just okay. have that. Wow. I'm um, like super impressed. And you guys are going to howl. So recording this and Samantha hasn't seen our latest get real episode, which is all about um, money mountains and dealing oh. with them. It's not even at the time we're recording this, it's not posted, but it will be by the time this is released. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to link that baby up. Uh, so enjoy yeah enjoy <laughs> um and then another thing was I have a, I had a wait list I haven't accepted new consigners in years I have okay. so many people that ask all the time mm -hmm. and want to do it all the time and I I just had too much I had too much going on when I worked in healthcare I was working 60 hours a week I almost stopped doing consignment altogether I barely touched it I don't know why anybody stuck with me. <laughs> and then since I've went full time, I my consigners got super excited and they dropped off even more. Um, so I just felt like I'd had I had had a full plate. So with going through my piles and not thrifting and not adding all that on, I was able to take on lots of new consigners. I had well, let's see, today is Thursday and I've already had like five new consigners drop off this week. 
So mm-hmm. at wow. that part, yeah, I contacted everybody on my wait list and went through wow. a bunch of people. And some of those people, I'm like, I feel so silly emailing these people or sending them a Facebook message because they've been on this list for like two years. Like, would why? They've forgotten about me. They got rid of their stuff already. I this bet is they dumb. didn't. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, oh, yeah, I can drop off Tuesday. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So it's. It's been really good, and it put a boost as far as I thought I was going to, like, miss thrifting, which I do. I love shopping. I love doing mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I thought I was going to get, like, bored. I have a real problem being bored. When I worked in medical, I couldn't work in one office. I couldn't – I had to bounce around and do all the things because otherwise I get bored. And then I, I- – I'm with you on that totally. I need yeah. – I, yeah, I need to change things up frequently, even throughout my day, even, like, by the hour sometimes. I can't do repetitive tasks. Yep. Well. Which, which <laughs> is why I can't niche down either because, I don't know, I would – I would be too bored. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sell everything. So – it's been nice though getting new I get like that anticipation but excitement when somebody a new consigner drops stuff off because like I've told them what I take and and how it works but still you don't know what you're going to get when you open that box and Mm -hmm. it's been a long time since I had that feeling because I knew my people and I knew pretty much what they were going to bring me so it's been fun oh wow all right that's that's really positive I feel like you are going to be our role model now for a money mountains hiking up money mountains I think we need you we need you (laughs) I'm just happy to have my living room back so (laughs) yeah I bet I bet I don't know what that's like uh yet um I am in the midst of a, a, a huge number of consignments, a huge number of consignments. So I'm, I'm in the thick of, I'm in the thick of climbing those mountains right now, which brings me to a point. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this several times on, on consignment chats. Uh, the ability to say no is a yes. huge part of our consignment business and to know what to to know what to say no to. Right. And sometimes when we're trying to do that on the fly, we make mistakes or, you know, if we're not seasoned, if we're new to this, we can definitely make mistakes with that. And I just want to shout out on the consign cloud blog. There is an awesome article about, and I'll link that. I'll probably link that up on social media, but there's an awesome article about how to say no in a, in a kind and gracious way. Um, Cause I, I think it's something we all struggle with. We're not yes. good at saying no. In all and aspects. I, yeah. For sure. For sure. And I have had some people lately. So I started saying no. Oh, was, I have the worst timing ever. I started saying no on children's consignment. I don't like children's clothes, specifically infant up to like size 10. I mm-hmm. have no desire to do it. I don't feel like I get a good uh, return on investment. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I just don't like them. It doesn't bring me joy. So I have started saying no to that size of clothing and shoes. I have had people be so mean to me, like Mm. new people. We'll talk about consignment. We'll talk about the whole process. I'll send them my, my agreement, the whole thing. And then they, I'll I'll tell them no kids clothes, these sizes. Well, I'll just give them to you. I'll just drop them off anyways. Mm. And then you just keep all the profits or you just, Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you won't do this. I don't understand why who cares if it makes you happy or not or who and I'm like what (laughs) yeah 
I've had yeah. to tell people no flat out like you you can't and I'm still worried that I'm gonna get random bags of stuff on my porch because they just want to get rid of it so the unfortunate timing of this all was I decided no kids clothes because the only other consignment in like a hundred mile radius of me was a children's consignment four blocks away in my town oh they closed like three days ago or maybe it's november the end of november october and november they're closing but they're closing yeah wow yeah so that so, was yeah that was some so interesting timing extra mad at me because they're like well what do i do and i'm like i i don't know but i don't want to sell it <laughs> yeah all right so if you're listening to this uh drop some information in the comments let us know how you handle situations like that if there's something you say to people if yeah, whatever. Uh, let us let us know. Uh, you know, maybe you have a great way that you handle this. Um, I generally will fire consigners that repeatedly do that or get a little pushy because for me, uh, it can. I have an abundance of consigners, and it can be a red flag for other things. Like if somebody is going to want to tell me how to run my business, and maybe I'm a little too harsh with this, but if somebody wants to tell me how I can run my business better or Somebody that's not doing it. I mean, I love, I love advice, you know, constructive criticism, that sort of thing. But somebody that I feel is crossing that line that doesn't really know the industry, I feel like it, it can be a red flag and I usually end up getting rid of them. The other thing I've done uh, is just say, you know, if you want to drop those things off and I work with local thrift stores or whatever um, for things I can't take. I, I have a consignment store I work with that's up the street that I also do that with. If there are things I don't take, you know, just be aware that they they will get, um, you know, donated, consigned elsewhere. Um, we will find a new home for them, but I will not uh, consign them. And mm -hmm. sometimes people are just happy with that. They just want somebody to sort their items. And that's um, that's a service that I, I provide in my business. It's not something that you want to do with children's clothes. I understand that, but that's, that's right. what I do. And with other, all the other things that I take, I am very upfront with that. You mm -hmm. can drop off. I do four uh, bag or box min, uh, maximum per drop off. Oh. Some people are scheduled every two weeks. They just drop off every two weeks, four boxes. And I just tell them I will sort through it all. I will keep what I think I'm going to sell and I will donate the rest and, that's just how it is. And nobody, nobody cares. They just want their stuff out of their house. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that sounds very similar to how, you know, how I do it as well, because what we found, like we were constantly having this struggle with drop-offs, right? People, I'm going to say that have money, like my higher end consigners do not want to be bothered sorting through their items. So if I tell them, you know, just place items, you know, $40 and up in the boxes, guess what? It's too much trouble. They're not going to do it. So I just say, put everything in the box. And sometimes those boxes are mixes of really high end and really low end items. And yep. I always say, you know, all right, that's part of our service is, is we sort it for you and we'll make those decisions. And I found I've, I've done better with that rather than putting restrictions on especially people that have that you know have money they don't want to be bothered yep. they really don't want to be bothered and I don't want to lose those high-end items as a you know as a consignment um business for sure yeah. yeah so I mean that's something to think about like for people that are out there and you know only saying and putting restrictions on things um 
you know, just be aware that some people, and it depends on your clientele totally and your consigners, but some people just can't be bothered. Yeah. I've, I've found that too. Yeah. And that's why I just put that restriction on the amount of items they can bring. Cause if I end up keeping all of it, then I have a couple weeks to get through four boxes. If I only keep one box out of all of them, then okay, great. I can get through the other people's stuff. And then it just, it works out. If they consistently drop off tons of stuff, like they're four boxes and I'm only keeping one or half of it, if it's not enough to keep going, then I'll let them know like, hey, I've been doing, you know, donating a lot of stuff lately or hey, and, and sometimes you got to fire those people. Like, it's yeah. just not working out. You're not bringing me enough. But Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just, you know, it's just not a good relationship. It's not for you. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, it's not mutually beneficial, you know? Yeah. Yep. It's a, it's, it's a hard part of the job, right? I always say like on our episode, um, you know, the top five challenges of consignment, number one is dealing with people like number one reason people don't want to do consignment or don't want to put that, add that into their reselling business. It's, it's challenging mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, we have so many tips and tricks about how to, you know, how to navigate that successfully and add it into your reselling business. But, you know, it is a challenge you need to, you need to consider. Yep. <laughs> Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to say no. Absolutely. <laughs> practice it with your family. Practice it with your friends. You family know. is the worst sometimes. They're the best yeah. and the worst all at the same time. I know. I know because you just want to make that. I mean, you want to make everybody happy, but you definitely want to make your family happy. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so saying no is definitely a a practice skill. Maybe we should put together like a reel on like five different ways to say no. There you go. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. You've been killing it with reels. I saw the one that you guys like just posted. You guys are doing great. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's you fun. Got, like multiple pictures going on and the voiceover <laughs> and the whole and I'm like <laughs> I'm just sitting here posting a video about my dog going that should be good enough. <laughs> and you know the dog ones like you said are always always a hit, right? It's so funny. I will post at Monday through Friday, I'll have a reel every single day. Like I think it was last week or the week before, every, every single day. day. Wow. And I'm like bam, killing it. <laughs> 10 likes, 15 likes, 25 likes. I post a video of my dog running through some leaves and it's got 500 likes and Mm -hmm. it's still getting likes every day. I'm like, that Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with consignment. (laughs) Well, yeah. So I always say my mom is the highest performing whenever I post for the, for, for my business. Um, I think I might've done one on C chats too, like something with my mom in it because she works with me Mm -hmm. and uh, she always crushes it. She always you're the highest performing, but she got beat by one and it was the most random thing. I was just playing around experimenting and I accidentally posted it on the consignment chats um, page instead of the other one. Okay. But it has like, uh, oh God, I don't know how many hundred thousand, not hundred thousand, maybe like over 10,000, I think. I, I don't nice. even know. I don't, it's, it's just crazy. And it's the right. egg mazing machine. Have you ever seen those? Mm-mm. It was a shark tank product where you decorate your Easter eggs. And I just found it like very like soothing and relaxing and it just went off the charts. And I'm like, well, I can't take it down now. 
right? Even because <laughs> right. I post it accidentally, but it's weird how, what the algorithm picks up and, and what people like or watch or view, but that mm-hmm. is our highest performing one it has nothing to do with consignment. It was posted accidentally and uh, people loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so weird. So random. Um, oh, I'm glad to hear that you're real. So uh, we talked about, and I think this is one of the things we talked about in our Patreon group as well, was your your goal was to do social media every day and post on social media every day. And do you want to talk about that and how that's going and your thoughts on it? Yeah. So September, I did really well. And most of the days I was posting a real and my goal is at least five days a week, one Facebook post, one Instagram post. They're normally the same. I just post them at different times. Um, and then a reel, which I do link my reels. So I just share them on Instagram and they automatically show on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So um, that was my goal, five days a week. September, I did very well. Only missed a few days, even through some weekends in there. And then the beginning of October, I did great. And then I don't know what happened with October. I have been doing so good for the last year. This week was my one year anniversary of being full time. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even know. <laughs> oh my gosh. And wow. I don't know. The last couple of weeks, there's been so many changes and things we've been doing. And I've had a lot of positives, but I've just been felt emotionally like in a slump. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but my calendar turned over and I wrote my goals out and I've been meeting them. And sometimes you got to go back to goals that I had in September and just start at my baseline and move forward. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm uh, not doing too great on the social media front though. I'm having like a writer's block this week. Normally Mondays Mm. I get up and I can do like all my reels like on Monday morning. It just feels like, like, yeah. I, I don't remember what happened Monday morning, but I definitely didn't make any reels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got out you got out of the swing of things, huh? I know sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. Like it's happened it's definitely happened to me even before C chats when I'd be when it was just me in the business really doing all the social media. And I would yeah, I'd be good. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, How do you I can't think of a single thing? Mm-hmm. But like I also I'd have a million things. And then but I also I haven't, just, oh. yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time on social media either, though. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of times I'll get up and I'll look through reels and then I'll, I'll be like, oh, I can use this audio for this idea or whatever. I have tons of audio saved and I don't remember why I saved any of it. Um, and I just haven't been flipping through videos. I got a bunch of new consigners. I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> right. And all right. So here's here's something. And I think everybody struggles with this. Is Like, how do you how do you balance, how do you balance the time you're spending on, you know, social media versus consignment? And like, I'm, I'm very much struggling right now with the balance between my business, Kanji consignment and Mm -hmm. consignment chats, because they are two totally separate businesses. And I'm really struggling uh, with the balance. Yeah. Especially since consignment chats is going to give you your your community as far as people that know what you're going through and, and that kind of thing and seeing all that. But Kanji is your community of, you know, your actual community and the people that are buying things and the money that you're making. The money. The money all yeah. comes from my business, from Kanji right. Confinement, right? So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's sometimes a hard, hard line to walk. Are there any specific tools you use to manage, like, to manage that? Do you use like a paper calendar? Do you use, or do you just kind of do what you feel like? Um, so I have, I set my phone down a lot. I can tell you that. I, if I'm holding my phone, I need to be listening. If I am not listening, if I'm doing something on my computer or if I'm going to cook dinner or if I've been trying to just set my phone down because then I'll start scrolling, I'll start flipping through stuff. And next thing I know, an hour has gone by. And what have I done with that time? So when I want to post like Monday mornings, that's when I start scrolling through and trying to get into the the mode of like creativity mm-hmm. and like, let's make stuff. And I try to just set aside just a couple hours so then I can go sh- turn my phone off and set it down. Um, goal wise, I use this calendar. It's a family calendar. It'll probably be backwards on here. Um, but it no, has, right. it has all the dates on the side and then it has a spot up here where you're supposed to put in like family members names, but I put in my goals. So I have like how many listings I want each day, um, Facebook, Instagram reels, and then my auctions because I list in consign cloud. And then I list on my auctions and I have daily goals for both of them. Um, and then I just do tally marks and try to keep track that way. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, I think goals are really, really important and realistic goals. Let's talk about realistic goals just for a second here. I, I constantly, you know, come across as I'm sure you do, um, people that set unrealistic goals and end up quitting and disappointed. Um, so, yeah. so I was one of those people in our last Patreon, I was like, I'm going to list 20, 25 a day because I've been doing 15 and I'm killing 15. And that's, that's great. And then Shopify and eBay changed things. And I switched list perfectly, which has been fantastic, but it was a big change. I started selling on two more platforms. I I had so many things. 25. Let's, not- let's, let's talk. All right. So let's talk about, I really want to get into what happened with, eBay, the eBay Shopify app, because it has been for people that use it, it has totally, it blindsided us and it totally changed our business processes. We both fall into that category. Um, Very differently though, we fall into that category because we did use it differently. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, in as of the end of 2022, uh, the eBay Shopify app is being discontinued. For us, it was a very seamless process to go from our consignment software everything just automatically flows into shopify and then it connected to ebay it adjusted our inventory our quantities it was all automated it was beautiful and it's it's going away like we got to get off of it it doesn't even work correctly now because i'm still using it for those legacy listings i have it's Mm. not even working correctly oh Um, I'm just really angry and frustrated and I don't usually get like that. Um, So we're pivoting. (laughs) I didn't want to feel that pit in my stomach, just waiting until the end of the year to figure out or change. I deleted it like the same week. I was like, fine then, screw you. I deleted it. (laughs) And, um, And then that's when I signed up for List Perfectly. So, and I had just started listening on Mercari, which I love Mercari. Oh, all right. Great. Oh, I want your perspective. I had started that the week before. 
So um, now I post in Consign Cloud. It goes to Shopify. I copy from Shopify into List Perfectly. And then from List Perfectly, I put it on eBay, Mercari, Poshmark, and then sometimes Facebook Marketplace. I don't like Facebook Marketplace. I don't know why. It just... It was always my number to, for the past two 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 and a half years. I don't know. Since when they started shipping, it's been my number two platform. It went eBay, Facebook marketplace. Yep. It's been consistently. And I can tell you it completely dropped off about six weeks ago. Just completely dropped off. About the time I started posting on there. Fantastic. (laughs) So I don't know whether it's me. I don't, because I mean, I did really well on Facebook marketplace, but, uh, so, um, yeah, let us know in the comments, if you sell on Facebook marketplace, yeah. if it's, if it's working for you, if you saw the drop off that, that I've seen, yeah, not thrilled. Not I haven't thrilled. sold anything on there. I've sold local thing, like local pickup things. Cause that's, mm-hmm. that's my jam. That's all I did before I went full time was local pickup. But, um, I, I haven't printed a label from Facebook marketplace. And I don't know how long I don't have a ton of things on there. Cause I kind of gave up on it recently, but mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't really do much for me, but Mercari, I love Mercari. I have sold the most random stuff on there. I like what, like what, (laughs) like life magazines that I like from the fifties that I've had sitting for. Yeah. Those aren't so easy to sell on other marketplaces. No, I had them listed for like 10 bucks or lots for like 20. Mm -hmm. They sold within hours on Mercari. Oh, and with list perfectly, it took two clicks because it just right. copies everything right over. So it was the same exact listing that I had everywhere else. And I sold almost all of them. I think I might have two magazines left. And I had a bunch. You might okay. inspire me to add Mercari back into the mix. All right. And then, so like, I'm going to, like you from Consign Cloud Shopify. Then everything mm-hmm. goes into list perfectly. And I, I put it on eBay, Poshmark, Facebook Marketplace their new listing party. I've been adding them to that, mm, um, which bumps that your SEO, which is, oh yeah, okay. put them on there. And it, okay. it doesn't, you don't have to take any additional steps as well, but awesome. I'll do a video on that. Um, yeah. yeah. Super fun. But uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And I, I've sold on Macari for, I don't know, since it was born, since Macari has been around, but I stopped because it got too, I had to touch the items too much and I didn't love that. And I couldn't do multi quantity. Uh, Uh, So I did, I did stop like the amount of sales I was doing. Didn't, you know, it didn't make sense, but you know, maybe those things that really aren't selling, maybe I am going to put, I mean, it's so easy. It's just a click of a couple buttons through list perfectly. I'm already set up. Right. I have, I think I've outsold Poshmark on Mercari. And I've been on Poshmark for a while and been really trying at it for several months. And within like two weeks, I already had more sales on Mercari. Oh, that's interesting. Now, I have to say, you guys have heard me say my thoughts on Poshmark and how it was like the bad boyfriend you can't get rid of. And, you know, every once in a while you get a sale and you go running back. And, you know, it's just this like I've had this horrible I've been on Poshmark since it started. I've had this horrible relationship, really just toxic relationship with Poshmark. Okay. But yes, I went back again. I have to say, went back so, again. And so how's it going? going? Really well. Good. I've been very happy. I'm not happy with the fees. I think the fees are 
are, are very high, especially when you're doing consignment. Um, yeah, yeah, I think. But that's... but I mark everything up. Right. Mm-hmm. I every, that is the only platform that I really mess with. Everything is priced the same from my website to 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 eBay to Macari. Macari, I might add a couple dollars, but their fees are very similar to eBay's. And then Poshmark, I'm like, add five bucks to everything or even more because then I'm making offers because nothing sells without an offer on Poshmark, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And probably because I priced them higher, but still <laughs> it, it ends up being the same. And then, yeah. 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 They're, so they're I, yeah, I'm yeah, i back high. with Poshmark. I, I'm, I'm liking it. Um, I'm not call me, it, I'm call me it. when they start abusing you again. I'm here. <laughs> I, didn't make, I didn't make a Poshmark sale today. So I don't know. Maybe this is like the downward. <laughs> I've been pretty consistent and there were no sales today. So, but eBay is always my number one. I mean, I can't, nothing has ever performed close to that for us. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So what else do you, what else do you have on your list to talk about? So I have one more question. So this is kind of for everybody watching. Sorry, I'm being weird with my camera. Um, I got these adorable Bobby pins, like, Oh, so cute. Old school, super cute. These ones are these they are a little weird, but they're cute. They all have 99 cent stickers on them. So my question is for everybody in the comments, would you leave the stickers on or would you try to take them off? This one obviously has some damage to it, but would you leave those on? They're going to sell for way more than 99 cents each, but what would mm. you do? Mm. I personally am going to leave them on. I I think it'll cause more damage to take them off. And I don't think anybody's going to care because they are older body pins. What would you do? Now, now what, how old are they? What would you I have say the, like, vintage? no idea, but there's I, only like one other one posted that I found when I quickly looked this morning, but yeah, they seem older. They're made in Korea. Anything made in Korea anymore? Not, not, no, no, I right. rarely get it. Yeah. It's just the older <laughs> items that are made in Korea usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say it cause they're vintage. I would. I would just keep it on and keep it as is, or maybe put a Sharpie line through that. But I, I like to keep mm. like for vintage items, I keep the the price tags on. Um, if it was a newer item that had a 99 cent, I would absolutely do everything yes. I could to take the, or a very discounted price. I do everything I can to take it off. Yes. But I'm curious what everybody else's thoughts are on that. Yeah. I've had a lot of um, new with tags item this week too. And I, as I'm snipping, TJ Maxx tags off of the original mm-hmm. tags and things. I've been wondering that what everybody else does. Yeah. Oh, good question. I can't wait to find out. I'm probably going to get some good. We're going to get some good pointers. I know it. I, I know hope it. so. All right. So my question for you was, and I can't believe you brought this up first thing was, I wanted to see your money mountain and yeah. it's gone. Falling. Um, so I'm really falling. I um I have three of these up here right now, and then new consignment downstairs. But the three these three bags that are up here right now, those are from three weeks ago. That's my oldest inventory at the moment. Wow, unlisted oldest unlisted inventory. Wow. All right. So instead of saying your money mountain, we're gonna say. 
you're our new hero. That is the uh, that is what we are taking away from this. You are going to be our trail guide. Our this is a Sherpa guiding us up the mountain. Uh, so thank you for that. That's awesome. All right. It's hard. I'm in a couple like death pile groups on Facebook and stuff. Um, and it's hard now. I I gotta get out of them. I was in them just for like people would share like really inspirational things like you can do it today and I never had like a huge death pile but it's definitely it had consumed my home there were bags in every room sure I I know you know how that goes yep and um so now I'm in it and now it just seems really depressing and I just want to be like (laughs) everybody can do it it's not hard quit buying shit like you can do it But I know that's not what they're looking for, so. (laughs) Yeah, you know, some people just want, um, you know, we found this doing the podcast. Like, some people just want to be reaffirmed with where they are. And, yeah, I know that's not what we're about. We're more about, like, the tough love. Like, let's get it done. Let's be serious about this. Like, I don't want to just complain. Yeah, I don't want to just complain. I mean, I do find myself doing that sometimes, but usually uh, you or Molly will kind of slap me out of it. (laughs) So that's, or somebody in the community, like, come on, like with that eBay Shopify thing, you, yeah. We're allowed to be real. We are allowed to say some stuff gets hard. My sales were crap this summer. There was, there was stuff that's Mm -hmm. hard, but you got to pivot, you got to move on and you got to get through it. Yeah. And we've been doing it. We've uh-huh. been doing it. And so many of our community members have been doing it. Uh, if you haven't joined our free pri- private Facebook community, uh, the link is in the show notes or it is on the consignmentchats.com website. Go ahead and link up with us if you want some, uh, I don't want to say tough love because sometimes it's just support. It's just Realistic support and motivation. Inspiration. Realistic inspiration from people that are walking the walk. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of these people we don't see on social media other than in the Facebook community because they got their heads down. They are doing their thing and they are making their money. They are supporting their family, making extra income, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, there are people there that you will meet that you probably wouldn't otherwise. Mm-hmm. Very successful sellers. Yeah. <laughs> or that have brick and mortar stores and aren't on their computer all day. Yeah. I didn't even know there was like a whole community out there until... I closed the brick and mortar and went online and, you know, it had to be on the computer more. I'm like, wow, there's people out there doing what I do. This is so cool. (laughs) Right? Yeah. This is so cool. And we have such a mix in the group. There's a little bit of everything. Yeah. I love it. Keeps me on my toes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, until next time. Yes. Thank you for my morning boost of inspiration. Yay. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats. To find out more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and podcast. As always, you can find all of this information at consignmentchats.com. Thanks for joining us.